This program may be found offensive by pencil-pushing, bean-counting, research-loving program directors and radio consultant groups. Welcome to the Rick and Bubba Experience. My body's aching and I've had Six minutes past the hour from the broadcast plaza and teleport. Another hour of the Rick and Bubba Show, 25 years strong. Uh, and uh, we'll look back uh, on 9-11, 18 years ago today. Speedy, the real Greg Burgess, Helmsy, Eddie Van Adler, uh, all here uh, for another hour. And put your hands together and welcome back, Bill Bubba. Glad you? to be here, Rick. Thank you. There's nothing good that comes easy, easy. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, you know, we were doing the show uh, on this day 18 years ago, and we will do the uh, the tribute, and you will hear and and see um, uh, some of the um, the moments that none of us will ever forget. I hope we don't forget. Uh, 18 years ago, and uh, we'll 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 take you through that. You'll hear our reaction as it happened. Uh, we do this. Uh, I think we've done it just about every year. Uh, for the last 18 years. That's also for those of you that uh, hear the national anthem uh, that starts the, the big show, meaning the part when the whole team's together. Uh, that started as a, uh, you know, as something we started doing after the attack. So uh, we've been doing that for 18 years, but that's what it originally was, a tie, was tied to. And, uh, and Bubba, I, can, uh, I remember that day pretty vividly. Yeah, you know, we, uh, and I know Speedy was talking about it earlier, we were in a, a different studio at the time. Technology wasn't near what it is today. Right, we had right. a little bitty TV over in the corner. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I don't even know if we had it on that morning to begin with. But I know after we had Prater on and we were talking about the weather, he said, hey, have y'all seen what's going on in New York City? A plane or some something has hit one of the World Trade Centers. And yeah. that's when we... Mm-hmm. Either cut it on or start paying attention to it, one or the other. But thinking nothing about it. I mean, we thought right. about it, but we thought it was a personal craft yeah, or, or, or something like that. a tourist mm. uh, helicopter or right. something. You know, we did, really didn't know what it was. And while we were talking to him, the other one hit. And we saw it live on the air. And then mm. we knew, man, we got something going on here. And, you know, immediately you think, who who is doing this? And, of course, you'll hear in the in the great, great little bit that Speedy edited to, together different things, and there's different theories being kicked about. But, you know, at that minute, at that moment, I'm thinking, uh, how many planes are out there? Mm-hmm. And, you know, then reports started coming in of other planes being hijacked. And, you know, the administration at that time did several things I thought was very smart. They grounded everything. And they also got money into all the banks. So if people started trying to withdraw money, there was plenty of money, and it didn't create a run on the banking system. And uh, so there were some things that were done that you would like to see be done better that day, but there also were some things done that were very smart that day. I think that the big thing, because in the era we were in then, the, the thought was that if you're on a plane that's hijacked, just give them what they want, give them the money, they'll let everybody go, and then law enforcement can track them down later. Well, that all changed. Yeah. I mean, I don't think anyone had any idea that someone would hijack a plane and use it as a weapon. I mean, that wasn't even on the radar, so to speak. No. No, they never, never heard of, didn't know it. I remember that. You'll hear that, some of that coming together uh, in the beginning. Uh, but you'll hear, you know, because we're, we're – I mean, we don't know what's going on. And I, I remember when it finally sunk in. I, I, the thing I remember the most – 
was when it finally sunk in that we are under attack. Right. Mm-hmm. Because, you the know. The day changed. The day changed. Because yep. I remember, you know, I've seen stuff from World War II and what it was like for people to be in Europe and the Germans started bombing them. And, and I mean, you know, it's one thing, and it's sad, it's horrible what happened at Pearl Harbor, but that was a military, you know, uh, attack. When when you think about these people in World War II that you're in, in the street where you live or go to work, bombs are coming down. Yeah, and see, we've never experienced that here on in you know the lower forty eight. I mean, just it just never happened, right? And uh, and I hope it never happens again. But when you realize, oh wait a minute, we have people attacking us here, and to Bubba's point a minute ago, and you got no idea how many planes are start about to start crashing into everything, uh, and uh, and and there really we'll never know how many would have. We right. certainly know that that flight ninety three. Uh, that we know that one was headed mm-hmm. uh, for trouble, and there's speculation. It was somewhere in Washington, whether it was the White House or the Capitol, and we we know that as a fact. But and those people say no telling how many lives right. uh, while losing their own. But there there's also you know you don't know how many just when they set them down, the terrorists just got off the plane and said, yeah. okay, we said I'm just gonna we did, we never got we never got it. Got I'm gonna action. save it for another day. Yeah. So it, it changed. Uh, think about how many things that uh, your whole your whole experience at the airport was changed by today. Everything. Uh, uh, Eighteen years ago, and it was a, a very eerie, eerie feeling. Uh, and there was certainly a lot of uncertainty. I, me- I remember getting on the phone with you know my wife and you know talking to her about it and people praying and and uh, it was uh, it was a very very scary day. It yeah, was. and and then to either have kids that were so young they don't remember or that weren't born they don't know life without that i mean that's their post 9 11 they don't understand what life was like prior to then and um just the way things have changed but you're right The, the 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 struggle we had was you know now we've got you know all these TVs in here and multiple networks mm-hmm. and yeah. and and we can we got all these sources that we can go to and back then as Bubba said we had a little bitty TV in the corner and we we're trying to figure it out and and I think that's what we hear about a lot is that uh, you know the listeners at the time were trying to figure it out too and we were just playing this out live because we didn't have the luxury of you know stopping the show researching and it was just like so many developments were right. happening sure. just so quickly and we were trying to as bubba said the first time you see it you're like well man that's a terrible accident that airliner accidentally hit a building you know you never thought it was flown into the building on purpose and it was an attack on our country well i i never i remember never knowing the size of the airplane till the second one hit yeah and then when you saw that you'll hear us talking yeah. about hey that was a that was a like a Big plane, yeah. Because the whole time the fire's in the top of the first building, I'm thinking that a small aircraft yeah. crashed in there, and it's bad, and it's a bad fire. And, and even so- some of the witnesses had said it was a small plane or a helicopter, and then some of those said, "No, it was a big plane." You remember yeah. there on the street yeah. said, "No, this was big." Right. right. Yeah. And then when you saw the second one, then of course yeah, you, you, you realized, okay, both of them were probably big planes, mm-hmm. and we've got a, a. And then you get into the whole thing about you don't even th- start thinking about that the towers are going to come down. Right, you, you, you just, never really you thought know, about never it. Thought you just that. think they've got a terrible fire to put out, and some, yeah. and a lot of people are dead, and and certainly those people are in trouble. But you right. don't, you don't think about that the whole thing's going to come down. We learned right. a lot that day, didn't we? Yeah, yeah. Well, we sure did. Sadly, we haven't applied much, uh, some of it, but uh, uh, that 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 part is unfortunate. Yeah, but it's a marker. you would think nine eleven alone would 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 have this border issue that everybody would be on the same page. I mean, 9-11 alone. You, you would think just that attack 
It's what, almost what, like what, we went back the other way after right, four or right. five years, you know. Yeah. Yeah. You would think we'd get our act together on visas, overstaying those. Still got that going <laughs> you know, on. You, you would have thought that we would have taken everything. I mean, this is just the way I think. Maybe I'm an, maybe I'm an idiot. <clears throat> I mean, I certainly can, can be one. I, what? But you would think that everything that failed, that, that kept <clears throat> those people in the country and got them on those planes and, and that successful attack, you would just go back and say, we're changing everything that caused that. And we changed some, but we haven't done anything about people being in our country that aren't supposed to be here. Yeah. We haven't done much on that at all. And I know we're trying to now, but I mean that, you know, that if, if we had just followed through on the visas are outdated and, and what are y'all doing here? And you would think about how many things that they were being told that, that, that they didn't complete and, yeah, people mm-hmm. go people going to flight school, mm-hmm. not worried about learning to land. Right. I yeah. I mean, <laughs> it, but at that time, you didn't really right. think anything. It didn't ring any bells, we because you, you just didn't conceive somebody would do that. Yeah, and I know you guys have the timeline. I would love to go through the timeline because flight one seventy five that I believe hit the South Tower, it just lifted off eighteen years ago right. at fourteen minutes past the hour. Also, Greg, Helmsley, and Adler were not here. I, I, I wonder how they found that. We'll yeah. be back. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. You give life. You are love, you bring light to the darkness, you give hope, you restore every heart that is broken, and great are you, Lord. Uh, We make our way back 21 minutes past the hour. 18 years ago, America attacked on 9-11, and uh, we'll play back in the next segment as it unfolded here on the air, and you'll get visuals on our YouTube channel uh, as well to go with that. Yeah, but looking at the at the timeline uh, from 18 years ago today, it really, it really hits home when you think about that uh, Flight 11 and Flight 175 have, have taken off, and um, uh, by the way, the flight attendants on Flight 11 have just alerted uh, ground personnel that the plane has been hijacked, so they're they're thinking, you know, that they're in for some long ordeal, not knowing uh, that the way we treat hijacking, as Bubba said earlier, is about to change forever. Uh, and you just kind of follow through uh, through that timeline as things were happening. So we were live on the air, and you'll hear all of us uh, talking about that coming up in the next segment. Greg, how did you find out about it? Because you guys didn't work here. I was going to ask you and Hams and Adler. How- I was um, actually <clears throat> in a buggy truck. Leaving Aniston, heading towards Heflin. Mm-hmm. We had we were working up there, <clears throat> and I was in the truck by myself. Somebody must have been off that day. But anyway, I was just listening on the radio, and like y'all, I thought a small plane. Mm-hmm. They had reported a plane had hit the uh, Trade Center, North Tower, I think. And uh, I thought, well, that's probably just a small plane. But by the time I got there, the other one had been hit, and they were reporting that the Pentagon was on fire. Mm. So I remember then there was an old store up in Fruithurst, Alabama, and they had old television in there, and we went in and watched on TV. But yeah. Mm. I remember it was a real pretty day, real sunny mm-hmm. yeah. when we were out. It was. But. Nice fall day. Hams, how'd you find out? I was actually at, at the house in Gadsden um, 
I was four months from getting married. Wow. So that kind of give you the timeline of where I was at in my life. Wow. Very immature, very disconnected on world and politics. And, and uh, even when it happened at first, it was more like, wow, okay. You know that? Because I, I was. I was just immature, didn't really know. Mm-hmm. But I remember Dad, I'll never forget this. I was at the. I was living in Jacksonville, but I was at home for some reason and going through a transition of getting a job in Birmingham and, uh, of course, waiting for the wedding. But I'll never forget Dad coming upstairs and knocking on the door and said, hey, you need to get up. There's, there's something really bad going on. And I thought, well, what's he talking about? He's like, just – and I said to him, I said, what are you talking about? I didn't know if he was talking about our family or right. whatever. Yeah. And he said, just turn the TV on. Mm-hmm. And uh, he went back downstairs, and, and I, I turned the TV on, and, and that's when it unfolded for me. And, wow, I'll never – you know, there's the markers we talk about. Sure. I'll never forget that. So mm-hmm. Dad and I sat there and watched it for hours and hours and, and uh, trying to figure out what's going on, just like you guys. And I told Speedy and Greg in the kickoff hour – not being here, not even really knowing you guys at that time, um, and I and, and I don't want to take anything away from this day, but the way y'all handled that was beautifully. The way you you and, and we'll play it next and and the the editing, but the way y'all handled that day as we go back and listen to it, man, you guys did a good job. I mean, you really did. Well, we didn't have any idea what was going on. No, you didn't, and that that's what that's what makes it. I think to it was a, it was a real raw emotion that you were getting from you guys. <clears throat> excuse me, and. Um, you know, it changed my mindset on a lot of the things that I took for granted. My dad being a fireman, for one. Right there, you go. <clears throat> so yeah, we, well, I uh, I can't tell you the number of people that told me they they found out about it because they were going yeah. through their normal routine of listening to this show, mm-hmm. and it unfolded here. After what? Well, how did you find it? Now you, gosh, eighteen years ago, you were twenty two. What? <clears throat> no, I was 20... a, I was a sophomore. Oh, that's right. In, wow. Oh, that's right. You're thirty three now. Aren't yeah, you? Um, uh, I was a sophomore in high school, and oh. um, a lot of. The classrooms put on the TV after the first plane hit just because, you know, like we said, nobody knew what was going on. And uh, I was not in one of the classrooms where a live TV was on in which, you know, (laughs) students were watching and the second plane hit the towers. So a lot of my peers, a lot of my friends, uh, that was their experience. That was not my experience for that one, uh, which I think was helpful, you know. Uh, that was t- tough for a lot of my friends just to kind of like all together witness that horrific oh, yeah. thing in, in, in a big moment like that. And that's like you guys said, that's when this. The flip, that's when you knew something's yeah, really going the, on the wrong. Flip got switched. So this was uh, the first time in my life I went home and just watched the news, you know, by myself at that point. And that, so that was kind of a, a weird moment uh, of kind of growing up a little bit, just being like, wow, so I, I really care about what's going on in the world right now because it really impacts Yeah, because you're a sophomore in high school. You were talking about Hems. You're, yeah. you're, you're a young guy, you know, early 20s. And in your mindset then, I remember it vividly. I didn't have any idea what was going yeah. on in the world, nor did I really care right. uh, at, yeah. at, at those two ages. But uh, as far as outside of my, you know, the little world yeah. you lived in, uh, so I guess for a lot of you guys that were young, this was a, a kind of a grow up moment. It was, yeah, yeah. Erin, my wife, is a teacher, and she teaches ninth grade now, eleventh grade. But it was a uh, interesting moment for her to have a brand new class of freshmen come in, and none of them were alive when nine eleven happened. Right, and she's like, like just like Speedy was saying, it's like this might as well be Pearl Harbor to them. Like that's it's just a. Something right. something that happened something in, in the past. Yeah, yeah you you, you, you have them. a generation that had that. You had a generation that had the Kennedy assassination, mm-hmm. and then the attack on Pearl Harbor. Those were kind of those moments you always remember. I remember us making that connection pretty quick. That this will be the things you just yeah. mentioned, Bubba. This yeah. will be ours. You, the, no, you're yes. right. Yeah. The, you're the, right. This will be ours. But in but in the beginning, 
I mean, we went way off because nothing entered our mind where someone has hijacked a plane and flown it into no. buildings. That just that we were like, it, we're trying to come up with other, yeah, uh, other reasons. It's like, oh, okay, well, this happened. Well, that happened because we we just didn't think that way. I remember, yeah, I remember, I remember the emailer said, well, they they had been books written about it, but the, it just wasn't that wasn't the common knowledge. No, that wasn't no. the common thing that you saw done. It was yeah. hijackers give them what they want. They let the people go. Then authorities track them down. That was kind of the yeah. the standard operation. <laughs> I think. Yeah. I think in what we're going to play back, you'll actually hear Mickey Dean. He's even got a theory that it's drug cartel. Right. Colombian yeah. drug lords. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. Colombian drug lords. I think that's what he said. There was yeah, something going does. on that would have made that a, a credible right. theory. Uh, yeah, I mean, we, yeah, yeah. we had uh, a war on drugs going right, on, yeah. and there was a lot of uh, They've been things threats going on made. in Central America. There have been right. threats made. Right. And, yeah, but some voices you're going to hear in it. You, you, I mean, so you, Roxanne was in the news to, news department, and we were just uh, we were talking to to Prater, bringing him on weather like we do with Span now, <clears throat> just another segment, you yeah. know, and and then it just unfolds. And, so yeah, when we come back, you'll hear Mark Prater. He was uh, the meteorologist <clears throat> for us at the time. You'll hear Roxanne, who was the news person. You'll hear Jim Dunaway. Yes, he uh, calls in. Jim yeah. Dunaway calls in. You'll hear Mickey Dean, mm-hmm. uh, and then the it should just be Speedy Bubba and me. I don't know who Don Juan maybe. Don, Don he, Juan was he, there, but but, if, but there was only three mics in the studio at right, the time. Right. So that's where a lot of times we're kind of standing around, and you hear a lot of off mic reaction because we're watching it develop on the TV and then trying to report about it. You know. So when we come back, what we'll do, we'll play that, and those of you that are watching on YouTube, you'll get some visuals to go with it, and and they'll they'll be difficult, but but it's good to. To, to go back and remember that, and even hearing it will be will be difficult at times. But but it's important that we remember these things. And then uh, what we'll do after we do this, then we'll come back and we'll do a phone segment with all of you uh, at eight six six. We be big. Uh, and so if you want to, uh, you can listen in the next segment. But uh, for the, the last segment of this hour, and we'll probably be hitting that somewhere around ten till. Uh, then we'll get into your phone calls, and you can you can make your comments too. Uh, so we'll remember 9-11, 18 years ago today, during this live show, uh, when this happened. And you'll hear what it was like uh, to be in this studio and on the air as it was unfolding. And we'll play that for you as we've done for 18 years right after this. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Thirty-five minutes now past the hour of the Rick and Bubba shows. We make our way back. We're about to play back, um, and you can see it also on YouTube. Uh, clips uh, from eighteen years ago when America was attacked. And before we get to that, I do want to remind you that MyPillow.com uh, has been partnering with the Rick and Bubba show. Mike Lindale and his company, Great Patriots and uh, and Great People, and you guys have really played a part in uh, this company becoming uh, one of those American success stories. And and right now, if you're looking to get the best prices available on any MyPillow product, uh, go to MyPillow.com, click Radio Specials there, uh, and use the promo code Bubba. And I'm talking about you say big. An example, that that uh, body pillow uh, that will cradle you all night long is only $29.99 with the promo code Bubba. It was $89.99. So you see the kind of savings we're talk, talking about. All come with a 60-day money-back guarantee and the 10-year warranty. So... Go to MyPillow.com, click on the new radio specials, and use the promo code Bubba or RickandBubba.com under the sponsors. 
right, so uh, here we go. Uh, we will look back uh, to 18 years ago uh, on this show live. This will be um, um, an edited. Speedy put it together, did a great job with it, and uh, also Adler has put together some visuals for the YouTube and the tubers for you guys to watch. So we now look back to 18 years ago today when America was attacked. Once seemed unthinkable has happened. The World Trade Center is on fire. To grasp the enormity of it is almost too much for the heart to bear. Really on fire. September 11th. Huge explosion. 2001. Thousands of people in the building. It is a date that will be etched in history. Flames. Engraved in stone. Just billowed. And in our memories. Look at all the fire. The day of the attack on America. Oh my God. Another plane. Oh my God. Another plane. Oh my God. So we are under attack. We under attack? Yes. Another plane just hit it. Oh my God. This looks like it is some sort of a concerted yeah. effort to attack the World Trade Center that is underway. We knew it was coming. Here they are. Oh my God! Did y'all see that? That was like a 737 looking plane, wasn't it? It hit the other one. But how can that be? It hit the other Trade Center. Look, here it is in slow motion. Oh, this is terrifying. Oh. We're under a terrorist attack. We're the military. Terrorists took over planes and forced them to crash in. Something bizarro is going on in New York. Yeah, we had lunch in the top of that building. Can you believe that? Yeah, unbelievable. The plane was possibly hijacked and flown right in. Other countries live with this kind of stuff, you know, uh, on a weekly basis. We're not used to this kind of stuff happening right here on the soil of some kind of bizarre attack. Both World Trade Center towers have had kamikaze pilot attacks this morning. 18 minutes between the two planes. The plane has now slammed into the Pentagon. Look at that. Y'all, the building has just fallen on New York City. The whole building, the whole building just collapsed. Look at that. The Pentagon is on fire. Well, and I tell you what, we need to be uh, hitting our knees. God is in charge, and he is the one and only living God. It is time to hit a knee. This is the uh, and it was time to pray for his intervention and pray for his mercy. This is the and for his protection of this country uh, and the people in it.
course, things happen that we, we wonder what they're about. It looks like it is snowing in New York City right now on the ground. It is white dust everywhere. This is my day. It's just a spray of bodies falling everywhere. People are weeping coming out of there. Say a prayer as a Rick and Bubba Army. That's the second tower, y'all. Is that the second tower yeah. just failed? Yeah, that's the second one. Now yeah. both towers have have a problem. Yeah. My God. There are no World Trade Towers in New York. Plane crash 80 miles southeast of Pittsburgh. You think the pilot said, no, I'm not going any further. This is it. It could be a hero. Uh, who said no? I hope everybody at the churches all across this listening audience, I know that people of faith are joining hands right now because um, you believe that we are a nation that was uh, blessed greatly uh, by God, and uh, and we need to pray for his intervention here. We are now learning that the FAA has, is shutting down all takeoffs anywhere in the country. We're reliving December 7th, 1941. This is a major attack against the United States of America by multiple operatives and attacking multiple targets all in a synchronized and very organized way. If you are in the military, did you ever think, if you're these pilots, that where you would be circling over the rubble would be New York City? It's amazing to see America come as a united one. Does that make you sick to see it, that shot right there? And that's America. Does that, does that upset you? It really does. What is standing is under a cloud of debris. Um, boy, it's disturbing. Now, there are people out there that feel like we are evil. And that we are their Satan. Uh, and, and that's the way they look at this country, and they look at every one of us as being uh, disposable. This is the air I breathe. Uh, I would never, ever say that we shouldn't pray in a situation like this. Oh, I know. This is the air I breathe. If the people who are responsible for this, whoever they may be, uh, if they had nuclear capabilities, uh, they would have used them today. They would have used September them September the 11th. On September the 11th, today, against America. May God bless the victims, their families, and America. Thank you very much. So there it was um, audio and, and Adler, outstanding job going and finding video that matched up 
with the audio that everyone was hearing. A really, really good job, brother. All right, so uh, we'll come back 15 minutes to the top of the hour. Your phone calls are next. 866-WE-BE-BIG is the number. And we will chat with you as we remember 9-11 right after this. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Now to the top of the hour, the Rick and Bubba Show, 866-WE-BE-BIG. If you uh, watched the video or listened to the audio, uh, either one of those, you heard what was happening on the show. Uh, we go to um, uh, Michelle out of Odenville, Alabama. Michelle, welcome to the Rick and Bubba Show. How are you today? I'm great, guys. How are y'all this Good, morning? good. Thanks for being with us. Um, this day, 18 years ago, I was, uh, I'm was. i originally from Gadsden, and I've been listening to the show for about 20 years. And Thank you. I was on my way to uh, AmSouth Bank in Gadsden, and I was listening to you guys that it was all unfolding and uh you know there's a lot of things that you try to remember that day and uh one thing i remember thinking you know was the world coming to an end yeah and uh you know we all were wondering what was going on but i got in the bank and we were watching it live on tv and uh i don't know it just it just brings back memories and one thing I do remember when I got home later that afternoon was watching the TV and people holding up pictures of their loved ones that were missing because they were not aware if they had lost their lives yeah. yet or not. Yeah, yeah. yeah so many people and, uh, were taken to hospitals and they were knocked out and yeah. it was such confusion. You didn't know who right. who made it and who didn't. Yeah. We continue. Mm-hmm. Thank you for your call, Michelle. Uh, Donna in Atlanta. Donna, welcome to the Rick and Bubba Show. Go ahead. Yeah, hey guys, just wanted to say thanks for a nice job on the video um, and taking time to remember this this special day. Um, wanted to share my experience. I was a Delta employee. Mm. I was a leader, yeah, in human resources, and a group of us were on our way to Cincinnati for a leadership conference about, gosh, it was probably 80 of us. And we landed in Cincinnati, didn't have a clue what had gone on, and we landed about the time the second one hit. Wow. And, yeah, and... Um, Anyway, it was a, a crazy, crazy series of events of trying to get to the place where we were having the conference and trying to figure out what was going on and where we needed to be. And most of us were stuck there in Cincinnati. And so finally, we were able to charter a couple of buses and bring us back, drove through the night, got into Atlanta about 2 a.m. And um, we quickly went over to the Operation Control Center and, and got to work. So it was a pretty amazing experience. But I will say this, I'll never forget we were on the bus and one of my colleagues was actually a Jewish lady. She was raised in America, but had gone to work for, um, 
Netanyahu, actually, at one point, back when he was um, in office previously. And I remember her saying, America now knows what it feels like to be an Israelite and live in Israel. Boy, how about that? Mm. Isn't that true? It's not something we're accustomed to, uh, thankfully. Uh, 866, we be big. Uh, Let's go to Mike in Athens. Mike, welcome to the program. Go ahead. Mike. Uh, Mike, I'm sorry. Uh, Lisa in Dothan, uh, News Talk 103.9. Lisa, go ahead. Hey, Rick and Bubba. Hey. Um, Thanks for doing this this morning. Um, I'm grateful that there are people that are bringing real um, perspective to this and not just kind of brushing over it and and acting like it's no big deal. But um, anybody wanting a biblical perspective on this, if you'll and like you said, Rick, earlier, you got to read the whole thing. You can't just cherry pick. But Revelation eighteen fifteen through twenty one, if you read that and then remember the images that we saw. Mm-hmm. It's just like a cartoon. You know? Yeah, there was a lot of people that were wondering about that at the time. Obviously, we don't know what play it is on, on the whole calendar and all that, but we do know you know, God's character in all this. We do know part of um, you know, that, that when these things happen, uh, they're allowed, because if they weren't allowed, then that means that God couldn't stop them. And then you've got to figure out, so what is God doing and, and what is the play? And we certainly won't know every detail of that, but in general— uh, you certainly have uh, seen who God said He was, and um, you know, and and when He when His wrath is handed out, you know, what 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 is His intention? And uh, the answer, the question we had last hour is: Has our country learned anything from it? Uh, and as you said a minute ago, and I know everyone doesn't share our faith. I certainly understand that. But I once heard it said for those of us that are people of faith that everything, all issues, are biblical issues. Mm-hmm. They all are. Uh, because, uh, you know, everything that, that is happening uh, is looking through, you know, God's revelation about himself uh, and our situation, not just in America, the, in, in the entire world. Uh, so, um, yeah, it, it, was, it was a day of reflection. The churches were packed. Uh, and then, of course, like so many times and something that's not so good about our human nature uh, is that everybody kind of drifts back. But I promise you, just like with any event, uh, whether events that happen to you personally and your personal family or events like this that are on a you know a mega scale, there are always people. There's always a remnant that are forever changed. And sometimes that might have been God's intention. Um, you, you, you never see anywhere in Scripture where loads of people, you know, usually come around. Uh, you usually see that it is, it is the, the salt, uh, the few, the remnant, uh, that God has always used to change the world because, um, you know, he, Jesus has always been counterculture and his own words say his gate is narrow and his way is hard and only a few find it. Th- those are his own words. Those are not mine. Uh, we continue 866-WE-BE-BIG. Uh, let's go to uh, uh, Woodland where Kevin is standing by. Kevin, go ahead. Welcome to the program. Hey, good morning. Hey. Can you hear me? Yeah, yeah sure. Go, go ahead. Go ahead, babe. You're fine. I just want to tell my story. Um, I'm an Iraq war veteran, and uh, during September 11th, I was actually in Marine boot camp in Paris Island. Wow. Wow. Uh, I bet that got intense, didn't it? Yeah. We were doing a child hall duty, and they just set us down, and if you had family in the area, they let you call home. If not, they just kind of had a moment and talked to us. So well, this is why we train. This is why we train, yeah. and... 
Yeah, this wow. is this is what it's all about. You know, Rick. To his Thank point, I always think about this in my own life because you talk. I, I talked about earlier about how disconnected and immature I was yeah. at that age, mm-hmm. and I was a college graduate. And I always think back. You talk about gaining respect for a group of people. Think about all the people that, at my age, okay, went enlisted because of this, or re-enlisted right. because of this. Mm-hmm. There was a lot of that that went on. That says a ton. It does, right. and that was far from my mind. You know, yeah. it, it yeah. really makes you look at. How mature those guys were and how they understood how important this was, and I had no clue. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. They they are a different breed of people. 866-WE-BE-BIG to Justin and Coleman. Justin, go ahead. Hey, guys. Good morning. Hey. Uh, I was actually there yesterday and got ticket seats. Okay. Uh, yeah, I think one thing that we uh, seem to forget on today as you're crying, watching the videos and hearing the audio is that some people in this world are celebrating today, and uh, you know that's what it is to them. Yeah, well, yeah. That, that that may that may be. I'm sure. I'm sure they're, they're they some of them on an island uh, there in North Iraq probably had to cut that celebration short today. Sure did. <laughs> yeah, they had yeah. big plans. They didn't get to carry out. Mm, they yeah, did. If you four. miss that? We leveled that last night. Mm, yeah, Forty yeah. tons of bombs. Yeah, ISIS uh, hang out. We continue, 866-WE-BE-BIG. Uh, let's go to West Virginia. Daniel, standing by. Daniel, go ahead. Welcome. Hey, guys. Hey, I just was watching your video and remembering what all happened on that day. I remember I was 15 years old. I was mm. in Memphis, Tennessee, and uh, I was homeschooled, so I wasn't in a classroom. I was in bed. My friend's mom woke us up, and she said the World Trade Tower just got hit, and I remember just the remorse I felt thinking about all those people that died that day and uh i just want to thank y'all for what you did bringing back those memories it's it's a horrible thing that happened to america but it's great some of us stood together amen thanks man and now that you're older you can unpack it again top of the hour more rick and bubba coming up after this rick and bubba rick and bubba Six minutes past the hour, 18 years ago today, America attacked George W. Bush uh, getting on the ground at the site of the attack and uh, saying those words that will forever be etched into history. Uh, I hear you, the world hears you, and those who knock this building down will be hearing from us soon. And um, and they did. And so uh, 18 years later... Uh, we are listening to you at 866-WE-BE-BIG. We play back the moments uh, that happened live on the show. Uh, you've seen the video and heard the audio of that. We've been taking phone calls from people talking about where they were. We'll do that for one more segment, then we'll get into other things today. Speedy, the real Greg Burgess, and Helmsy uh, have all talked about their experiences. Adler's talked about his. Um, of course, the hash brown hero was nowhere near born uh, when this happened. Well, how old no. is he now? 
He uh, said he was two years old when all this happened. Two years old. So he was here, but he was very, very young. Uh, he's taking your phone calls. All the lines are full right now, but we'll start working through those if you want to get in. And, of course, welcome back. There, There's Bubba. Glad to be here. Thank all of you for being with us now, some of you, 18 years for sure. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's true. We've been doing it 25. So, you know, we weren't very old when this happened. Yeah. We're, no. only, we're only seven years old. Yep. I sounded like a little kid. Mm-hmm. When we played that back, yeah, yeah, and yeah, we all uh, sounded different. Yep. So uh, <laughs> we have many that have been calling in uh, about what was going on with you that day, uh, and um, we'll talk to Craig out of Huntsville, listening to one hundred point three, the River, uh, and uh, we'll take some more of your phone calls now. Craig, go ahead. Yes, sir. How are y'all doing today? Good, great, good. Yeah. So uh, on September eleventh, two thousand. One, I was stationed in South Korea in the U.S. Army, and our experience was a little bit different than uh, those here on the mainland. So how so? Uh, it was it was about eleven o'clock at night for us, first of all, and you know we didn't have not many of us had television, not many of us had internet, so. You know, we didn't have immediate access to what was going on. And I remember I had uh, one of my fellow soldiers ran into my room, uh, told me and my roommate that, you know, hey, you guys need to come here and look at this. Uh, he said it. I remember he said it makes uh, this is making Oklahoma City look like nothing. And we go into a fellow soldier's room that had a TV. And about the time uh, myself and my roommate walked in was when the uh, the second plane had hit. And that's when, you know, there's a bunch of us soldiers in there. That's when we kind of realized, wait a second, yeah, something, yeah. something's not right. Yeah, that was the uh, wake-up call. Kind of, that first shock. Yeah, I don't know if you watched the, the video that we put together, but, you know, now that we're 18 years later, we found a lot of really clear shots of that yeah. second plane mm-hmm. going in. And uh, that that's kind of when the game changer for everybody. Everybody knew at that point, okay, this is – every theory I had up to this point has now been – Taken away, and I got to go to new theories now. Mm-hmm. Uh, we continue. Let's go to Kelly. Kelly, welcome to Rick and Bubba. Welcome to the program. Uh, thank you. Hi. Um, I wanted to tell my nine eleven eleven story. It's um, been it's always hard today for me because we were in New York City, and um, my fiance, as of that time, had taken me there on a romantic trip, and he um, proposed at the uh, World Trade Center, and then we um, got up that morning, and he wanted to go back to the World Trade Center to the um, to the observation deck, but I wanted to go to the Jet Today show to see Matt Lauer. I was stupid then. And <laughs> we, <laughs> we ended up going to the Today show, and um, when the first plane hit, we thought we needed to get back to get our luggage because we were staying across the street. And we took the subway, and there was all these emergency people on there, and everybody was crying, and the second plane hit while we were on the subway. So they changed and made us get off the subway two blocks before the World Trade Center. So we were going to to the World Trade Center through all the people, mm-hmm. and my husband had two um, pictures left on his camera, and he took a picture of the the towers burning, and then we were stopped to take the pictures, and the tower fell, mm. and we had to start running. But my husband 
froze. And so then I had to run back and get him because he was, it was the most terrifying thing ever. Um, and then we had, we, then we were homeless. So we were walking in New York City homeless because we had nothing. Um, luckily I worked for a good company that, that got somebody to give us a place to stay that night. But the people in New York were so nice to us and, um, we were able to drive back home because we couldn't get a plane on that Friday. Sure. But we, we survived and, uh, we have pictures to show it. Hey, let me ask wow. you this. Wow. What did it, if you recall, and you may not be able to recall because it was so shocking, what did it sound That's like? That's exactly what I wanted yeah, to know. Yeah, what, what, yeah. what did it sound like when those towers started coming down? Do, do you the, remember? The earth, the earth shook so hard. I think, and that's what my husband said. He said, I just knew I, we were dead, so I was, he couldn't move. Because the, the sound was like a bomb went off, mm. and the earth, the, I can just remember the earth shaking so hard under our feet. Wow. Can you imagine what that would be like? Mm-hmm. No. Thank you for that story. I can imagine Incredible. it was a rumbling sound, too, that just you know seemed like it wouldn't go away echoing through no. all what was left. No, no, exactly. Uh, eight six six, we be big. Uh, Todd in Alabama. Todd, welcome to the program. Go ahead. Hey, thank you guys. How are you? Great, good. good. Hey, I was just telling your guy. Uh, I come up on a story, Mike Rowe, the way I heard it a few years ago, uh, and I never knew this. I had two friends I went to high school with. They uh, had ran up on each other by chance the night before at a Yankees Red Sox game, and one of them worked in the World Trade Center tower. Well, they had a few too many beers the night before and decided the next day they were just going to blow off work and relax. And that's what they woke up to. Wow. (laughs) Yeah. When I heard it, it just sent chills down my spine. Mm, I bet it did. Christina, Lincoln, Alabama. Christina, go ahead. Hey. Um. I'm sorry, Christina. Uh, uh, Cheryl and Fort Rucker. Cheryl, go ahead. Hi, good morning. Hey, how are you doing? Good. Um, I was currently in the Marine Corps at the time of 9-11, when 9-11 happened. Thanks for your service. And Thank you. And I was uh, stationed in Japan, and I had come back home to the States to go to a school at Camp Lejeune in North Carolina. And we were taking the test, and one of the instructors broke in and said, um, "There's something. Something has happened, and uh, we just want y'all to know what's going on." And so I, I got up from my desk and I went back to my room, which was just down the you know, around the way through a field, etc. And I went to my room to go to the, re- the restroom, and that's when the second tower mm. hit. And I just stood there in like um, awe in dumbfoundedness well that day that afternoon they they kind of put the all the bases in the area on uh on high alert um and then say around two or three weeks later i had to fly back to japan i was on a big 747 and there was probably 25 people on it because no one wanted to fly (laughs) again oh yeah Mm -hmm. i I remember that uh sam in kentucky sam uh welcome to the program go ahead Hey guys, I just want to let you know how George, how fast George Bush wanted to let those guys hear what we had to say. 
my brother was on the USS Theodore Roosevelt in Virginia Beach getting ready for mm. deployment in October. Mm. They left on September the 13th. They said, get your butts over there. We'll send you the airplanes. They had not one aircraft on the deck of that aircraft carrier. And my brother spent 164 days, which is still a record, at sea without a port call fighting that fight for us. Wow. And I just want to say thank you to him. Amen. And seven threes mm-hmm. to you, Bubba. Wouldn't you all have a great and awesome day, and thank you for thank what you all do. So they Especially just you, Rick. I love your Bible study. Thank you, buddy. Thank you very much. Uh, so, see, it was like, hey, take off. We'll, we'll, the we'll planes get, will yeah. catch up we in there. The planes huh? will catch up and land wow. as you all rolling. Well, there you are. A lot of uh, memories, a lot of looking back. I know everybody didn't get in, but uh, we'll do some phone trolls again throughout the show that may offer other opportunity if you had something you wanted to add. Uh, speaking of the Bible study, it is back today live on our YouTube channel at noon central time. It'll be archived soon after. Uh, we'll be back. More of the Rick and Bubba show coming up right after this. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Twenty-two minutes past the hour of the Rick and Bubba show. We're back. Eight six six. We be big as our number. All right. So uh, other stories that are out there today, and uh, those of you that um, you know, you've got ways to go back if you missed the the look back uh, this year, uh, audio and video. The YouTube channel obviously will have the video and the audio for you in its archive today, uh, and of course our podcast will have the audio archives today uh that'll be available to you so you can uh, you can hear or watch either one if you missed it uh but we did we did do that last hour uh all right so some other stories this is one bubba that you and i were looking at you know the john hinckley jr story i just shake my head i I don't get this at all this this to me anytime we bring up there's certain topics if you bring up involving bubba this shows a failure of our justice system totally yeah and, and this is where bubba says things are out of whack this doesn't match up the the Pete Rose deal, a lot of times, you know, anything involving Pete the, Rose hasn't helped his case in no, that one, by no, the way. I admit it, that one. Yeah, he hasn't. But Billy Bush, yeah, he's back working again now. By is the he way. really? Yeah, that, yeah. yeah. Uh, and uh, of course, you know, and so you've you've brought these things up, and it appears that John Hinckley Jr. Um, you know, he tried to kill Ronald Reagan. I mean, almost did, Rick. He shot. How about, how about I shot a president? He shot the president. Almost killed Ronald Reagan shortly after he had been elected. Uh, it was a twisted plot to impress actress Jodie Foster. He is now interested, Rick, in getting a job in the music industry in California, according to court documents. Okay, Hinkley, so- who is 64, was not present for the proceedings, but his lawyer made an unexpected declaration on his behalf. Hmm. Prosecutors seem less than impressed with Hinkley's artistic pursuits, saying that allowing him to relocate to California to chase his music career would give the government, quote, great pause. Yes. Hinkley has spent decades living at the psychiatric psychiatric hospital in Washington. The name of it threw me off, and I Mm -hmm. I decided to skip over that. Well, it's just St. Elizabeth's. That's not I know, but it just scared me. You're scared of St. Elizabeth. (laughs) Well, Greg, you never know. But I know the curriculum there. There you go. Uh, In Washington, after being found not guilty by reason of insanity in the 1981 shooting, which which injured Reagan and seriously hurt three others. Um, You know, Rick, I, I consider this a presidential hate crime. And uh, yes. I, I don't know how anybody that shoots our president shoots, didn't yeah. think about it, 
pulled the trigger, put a bullet in him, almost killed him. Practically, I mean, he wounded three other people. Uh, you know, James Brady uh, messed him up real bad. Mm-hmm. How that guy is still alive today, I do not understand. That is not justice. And he should have been he should have been executed a long time ago. And yep. did all that to impress Jody Foster. Turns out she's a lesbian. Really? Thanks for bringing that one in. Is that is that not true? Well, he was. No, he, it is true. He was shooting at the wrong tree. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, I wonder if you he don't need to help him. Well, if he'd have known that, it's, it's a blood. I'm just saying that's he claimed right. who he was trying to impress. Now, Rick, this is barking. Up this the is what tree. I get to. Oh. The mental health experts claim that the illness that Hinckley suffered from has been in remission for decades. Wait a minute. Well, then Wait it's time minute. to put him on trial then for his crimes. Well, we can't have anybody shooting at any president. No. I mean, no. It, it doesn't matter. It doesn't we, matter politics, whatever. I mean, uh, imagine if it if you were a fan of Obama. I, I, don't, I don't want anybody shooting at our no, president, no matter who it is. We can't no. have that. No. But I mean, that, that's crazy. To me, look, and I understand why we have the innocent based on uh, mental, uh, you know, defect. But yeah. if you can plan this. And you can get a gun, and you can go, and you can point that gun, pull the trigger. Absolutely. You are capable of serving the penalty for that. That's the way I feel about it. I'm non-negotiable and on that And you know point. the difference between wrong and right. Absolutely, yeah, you, you do. Yeah. If, you, if you can pull that off, then you also have to pay the penalty for it. And even if you play this game, I was in saying, oh, now I'm in remission. Well, now it's time that you pay the penalty yeah. for it. We just let the guy out. Most yeah. people who fire on a president are not normal. I I'm mean, saying you, know, you fire on I mean, anybody. Right. What is this deal right. with the music business? Why do he request that? Yeah. Well, he see, want to be a producer? What's he want to be? Y'all, if you've seen his picture and he's wanting to be in the music industry, that that's another sign he ain't right. Okay, <laughs> He doesn't understand his place in the world, guys. Mm. <laughs> yeah. Plus, for his own safety, I'm shocked that he hadn't been taken out already. Mm. Yeah. I bet it was a, he was shooting a twenty two as well. Yeah. Yeah, just uh, it almost got him. Mm-hmm. You know, he he played it off cool at the time, but uh, they said it was very close to ending his life. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was. Uh, it was not good, and um, so the um, I, I don't think we can just allow you to move to California because you want to get in the music business. Yeah, if you're John Hinckley Jr. No, you, you, hey, you know what? You have forfeited your chance to do all of that by acting the fool. Yeah, I don't okay. think I don't think you're going to be able to sell a lot of records with John Hinckley Jr. in the Family Band. No, <laughs> no not no. at all. <laughs> <laughs> the John Hinckley Jr. Project, none of that. Like Bubba right yeah, now, look agree. at him. No, you better, just, you better. Rick, does that scream, I've got a sound that everybody needs to hear right there? Coming does, out of sound. But, but I mean, he's just walking around getting food mm-hmm. and he's just hanging oh, out. He's just, he, I, he was released in the custody of his mom, but she was like 90 and yeah. people said she can't keep up what he's doing. Mm. Guys, we got a guy eating a Subway sandwich going through a normal day that tried to shoot the president. We did shoot well, the president. Tried to kill him. Tried to kill the president. Trying to bust into the music. Hey, right. I shot into the president's entourage and I was firing on him to impress Jody Foster. But and the, he kept that crazy, you know, end in 20 multiple uh, of presidents being shot going too, you know. Isn't that crazy? Didn't we get through the last one though? Uh, actually, I think it was Bush that broke that in yeah, 2000. Right, yeah. Thank goodness. Yeah, right. <laughs> but multiples of 20, we always had president right. shot. Which means that's the reason why nobody was more happy to see George W. Bush break that than Trump. Yeah. Oh, I know. <laughs> With a 20 around the corner. Oh, I know. So that's, <laughs> uh, 
Yeah, so that that is that is a weird thing though. And was he in on all that too, or is that just a happenstance? His his motivation was just Jody Foster. Right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, he was he was nuts, Rick. He was nuts. He he was impressed and obsessed with her after watching her in the movie Taxi Driver. Mm. Yeah. What the? Wasn't she like some like all teenager that. in that too? Oh yeah. It's not good, though, Greg. You, we know what no, I, I, I've never seen. Y'all, I'm just, I'm just curious to know what his musical pursuits yeah, are. I what know talent what he, he's got, yeah. or what, yeah. what did he bring to? I need to find see, that. See, he out. could even show up in the court. His his mm-hmm. lawyer had because if you see him, you go, you got to be kidding. Sweat well, band. and all and yeah. all in fairness to him, though, if, if you look at him, certainly you don't see him putting together a band. But he doesn't look that much different than like these guys who have managed boy bands. Yeah, that's true. I mean, that, that guy you had all those boy bands. He looked a little bit like him. Yeah. They ripped them all off. Sure. I, I'm shocked he's still out walking. I'm just shocked. I know. I'm sorry, buddy. Sorry, buddy. Yep. Wait till he releases his album. Bottom of the hour. We more punish than... Pete Rose more than him. I know. <laughs> <laughs> more than Rick and Bubba coming up. There's Pete Rose and he was coming. Bubba, Rick and Bubba. You're listening to The Rick and Bubba Show, the two sexiest fat men alive. Ooh, yeah. 35 minutes past the hour from the broadcast plaza and teleport. It's another Rick and Bubba Show. Thanks for being here. Much to do going forward on the program, and your phone calls will definitely be part of that. Uh, I'm, tell- I'm digging I'm digging superbeats.com slash Bubba. You know, they sent us the powder. They sent it to us, and uh, and we, you know, this. The good news is this is getting getting all the benefits uh, that you can find in beets without having to eat the beets, uh, which I, I think is you know preferred. I don't know if you ever had to had to work through a uh, eating three whole beets. It's it's not it's not a lot of fun. Uh, so uh, superbeets.com slash bubba solves that problem uh, as uh, with, with just one scoop would be the same benefits of eating three whole beets. Uh, they, of course, the beets contain nitrates, and nitrates support better blood flow, and better blood flow equals better uh, uh, energy and efficiency throughout the entire body. So you don't have to, you know, do the hard part. You just simply take the the powder, put a scoop uh, in a bottle of water, shake it up, and here we go. Uh, one scoop uh, has the nitric oxide equivalent, as I said, of three whole beets. Eleven clinical trials. It's been highly tested. Bubba, did you know that it re- received a science award? From the Nutrition Business Journal, how about that? So uh, usually you don't find this level of research in the nutrition category, but they they, they have it. Uh, if you'd like to try it right now, risk free for ninety days, go to superbeats.com/bubba. We're going to send you a free thirty day supply, free shipping, and free nitric oxide strips to test your own nitric oxide levels with your first purchase. So go to superbeats.com/bubba. Or rickandbubba.com. You'll find them right there under the sponsors button. Rick, can I just add one thing here? I was looking into this topic a little bit further. I, I want you just to grab a hold of this, okay? This is from a story back in March of this year, that said, and they're doing an update on John Hinckley Jr. They said the man who tried to assassinate Ronald Reagan told mental health professionals that he's happy as a clam living with his mother and her older brother in Virginia. He sells books anonymously online and also has items at an antique mall. He plays guitar and cares for his elderly mother who recently broke her hip. Uh, but now this is the one that gets, this is the, the, the one I want you to grab here. 
But the 63-year-old has also struggled to make close friends or develop romantic relationships in the Williamsburg area. Mm-hmm. You, you think? think? Yeah. Yeah, yeah really. A, you live really? with your mom and her brother. And tell me about yourself. Yeah. Where do I know you Let's from? See, I've heard your name. Member, listen, members of his treatment team. I'm a guitar team, player. <laughs> members of his treatment team had discussed the possibility of online dating. Mm-hmm. Right here is a reason mm-hmm. to be very careful of that option. Absolutely. Yes. You could be chatting with John Hinckley <laughs> Jr. Yes. And if he's caring for his, his uh, elderly mother who recently broke her hip, there's no need for him to move to California because he can't help her there. That's mm-hmm. true. Maybe he needs to just stay with her and tend to her. Mm-hmm. God, you know, you can legally change your name. Yeah. You know, I mean, if if you're him. Oh, you have to. I mean, but that's not fair to the rest of us. Right? No, it's not. Yeah. I think he needs to. Especially to anybody who's online dating and looking at his picture saying this guy doesn't look too bad. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, is there anything you left out of your bio? Well, I tried to shoot Ronald Reagan. I shot no. Ronald Reagan and tried to kill him. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. That's going to end the date early right mm-hmm. there. Well, I'll tell you what. It's been a nice dinner. I'm going to get my ever, stuff <laughs> ever heard out of, of here. Ever heard of James Brady? You know. Yeah, it's, uh, that is, it's just not, no. Uh, I'll tell you who was, who was guilty uh, by, by means of insanity was the jury that let him off. Yeah. Correct. This, this is, That's who needs the mental evaluation. Yeah. Yeah, see, this is, that, this is not making an example of someone so others don't try the same thing. Yeah. Wow. I mean, somebody looks up and they see him with a Subway sandwich walking out, going through his normal life, and they're like, you know what? He shot Ronald Reagan, nearly killed him, shot up some other folks, and he's kind of gathered himself and, and landed on his two feet. I know. That's right. bizarre. That's one of the more bizarre ones to me. I don't mm-hmm. get it. I mean, think about it. What what punishment did he really even suffer? Had to live in a mental institution? I mean, it's not a party, but if you're him, it probably wasn't a big deal. Three hots in the cot. Hmm. Hmm. So <laughs> always love hearing that. Oh, yeah. We paid for it, you know. Yep. Didn't have to worry about taxes like the rest of us. Well, Didn't have to worry mad. about paying bills. Look, he's getting mad. I, I know. His face. I know. Well, it's true. Yeah, I know. it's true. Well, like, he's about to rock back. You know, Watch out. you know, he said a minute ago. You don't pay your taxes, you're in jail longer than John Hinckley Jr. Well, that's yeah. true. Yeah, you mm. you could not pay your income tax. You'd still be in prison, busting rocks out in Kansas somewhere. <laughs> yeah, he's got huh? busting rocks. <laughs> he's got in Kansas too. <laughs> yeah, Fort, Fort Leavenworth. <laughs> well, what happens if you shoot shoot a president? Oh, I, I, you know, a couple of decades, you back out trying to get your rap career started in California. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, what the. <laughs> <laughs> Speed Rose is still not in the Here he goes with Pete Rose. Here we go. I knew it. You just give him time. And this guy's out doing whatever, mm-hmm. you know? What, what, sandwich, nice. what sandwich do you think you ordered? You can't tell. Uh, meatball. Traditional cold cut. Yeah. Meatball. Traditional cold cut? Yeah. Cold cut trio. I was thinking grilled chicken teriyaki. Really? Yeah. The sweet onion. Mm. Oh, wow. I'm, I, he doesn't look like he eats healthy. Oh, wait a minute. I'm going to go meatball. Yeah. That was going to be my guess. Six-inch meatball. Probably so. Oh, he's a foot-long guy. No, look at the bag. You can no, tell it's a smaller that's one. A well, six. he ate half of it indoors <laughs> well, that's that's a, yeah. before he got outside. Uh, two sixes. That's a six. Oh, yeah. That's oh, for man. Mama. One's for, Mama, I got food. <laughs> How's he going to feed Mom in California? I know. She probably, he he probably, sees, he's used all this, hey, I'm taking care of Mom, so mm. you need to take care of Mom. Then. And he's, right. he's, she's going to need something soft. Like, I don't know how well she eats that. Don't that say old. now you're getting gross. Well, I'm just saying. Here probably, we go. I'm just saying. Probably cut up a little meatball for Mm. There's a meatballs good. They are good. Don't discount the meatball. It's no, that's a good sandwich. Yep, mm-hmm. but not for Mama. That's a mess. <laughs> Boy, is it? <laughs> Why did you, you even think, have to bring that into this? More basic. Yeah, 
ham and cheese. Let's, let's keep it. Basic. No, nothing else on it. Let's keep it basic. She yeah. flatbread. Something really easy to handle. Yeah. Mm. All right, y'all. So, and you got to tear well, into great, it. Well, she's, Greg, she's in bad shape. No, nah, you're right. It's canine teeth. Just get, get. Right. Mm. <laughs> then you got to get something for an older brother. You heard that? And they said older brother? My did God. it say older? Did it, did it say older? It did. It said uh, older brother. Uh, she's uh, in her 90s now. That oh, means yeah. he ate his inside, and he's taking two home for them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Or who knows? Has anybody even seen the brother? Do we know he's still with us? I know. I mean, Hinkley might have got up in the middle of the night and done away with him. Who knows? <laughs> Guys, <laughs> who was he trying to impress us? <laughs> yeah. I mean, he may have been tore up by Jody Foster. Yeah. No, no, no. Flip inside. No, nah, he switched to Tatum O'Neill now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The, uh, you never know. One of those sandwiches might have been for Jody Foster. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> I'm just shocked. I'm just shocked. Because no matter how agree, no matter how many trees are maybe wrong, I bet he thinks he can overcome. Sure, he does. <laughs> if you're gonna shoot Ronald Reagan, you think you can overcome anything? Yeah. Um, it's on a, ain't a uh, it's a, a kind of a you got to go a little around the around the bend here to get to <laughs> politics, but what? Uh, it's still involved because he shot a president, so yep. that is politics. Yep. Trump uh, is celebrating, and I bet he is loud about it too. Mm-hmm. Anybody check Twitter today? Yeah, anybody <laughs> check Twitter today when he, when he had some candidates? That, oh yeah, that the two Dem- candidates. That the Dem- they're giving him credit for it. Uh, well, the Democrats claimed it was going to be this would this would be this would be uh, what they call it. There's a name they have that means it's an agenda against Trump. This this is this is the time that that people will speak out against Trump, and they, it's going to hurt these candidates. And they yeah. both and they both won. Yeah, hmm. he went and Trump for him. No pun intended. Right there in the final moments on these close elections, and they both won. Well, and you, the think, you think media, he won't run with something like that? Oh, the national media the once again tried to make this a referendum on. That's the word I was looking for. Uh, because both of these districts were heavy Trump wins in the presidential election, but the polling suggested that at least one of them was going to lose. Mm-hmm. And then Trump went in there the night before and stumped for them, and both won. All right, I'm in a dilemma right now because I need to tell the Democrats something, but it's going to help them if they yeah. if they well, listen. Well, just to don't them. tell. Them. So they're not going to listen to me, right? Now. But they, they won't be listening to this show. But they think I'm, I'm they think I'm a loon. They're not going to listen to me anyway, right? Well, right. Rick, I don't think they learn anyway. I mean, it's pretty clear. Right, just yeah, that's a good point. Should I just be quiet? I mean, they're not going to listen to me. They think I'm an idiot. Okay. Um, you did cost John McCain the election, right? Well. Thanks, you and Sherry think that. But all right, let's go back. I'm not serious about that. Now. No, let's John go. McCain cost John McCain the election. Thank you, Bubba. Well, here we go. Thank She's you. Still Please, mad. will you email that to Sherry? Mm-hmm. So um, don't bring you, up Jimmy Carter. She kept saying, "If you could just keep your mouth shut about about cap and trade, and went hey, after him, you yeah. wouldn't have been buying a new house. I tell you that. Twenty one percent interest rate. Amen. Yeah. See there. There's your closing cost. Mm-hmm. How about that? What is that? Twenty one percent. By the way, I'm 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 wrong on our on our new podcast. It starts next week. I'm wrong. I should have named it Pete Rose, Jimmy Carter, and John Hinckley Jr. <laughs> that's what it's going to be. That just be the name of it, and that's all we talk about every week. And why the long face? You're throwing John Kerry. But, but listen, and the butt fumble just for laughs. Listen, still <laughs> going. Can, can I tell you the way the, the head? Hey, left, left. Y'all are so crazy right now. You're acting so crazy. Like like yesterday, I mean, y'all have all gotten busted. The CIA, can anybody even go back in history and find the CIA ever coming out and clarifying the story? Yeah. The CIA screaming, hey, the media is saying Trump did something about this agent that he didn't do, but now y'all have put the agent in danger. We went and got him out in 2017. We got him, we had him all, 
the president did not do what y'all are saying he did. Now y'all are doing it. The network news <laughs> went with the story that CNN had last night. I just tuned in to see what they were going to say on ABC. They did not mention one time that the CIA had said this is not true. The CIA had to get out and clarify that a story that the media was running was false, and it may and it may endanger this family and this person. But anyway, so um, and they'll just move on, like Bubba said. They won't apologize for it. They'll just <clears> move <throat> on. <clears throat> but it's this kind of stuff. That's why y'all thought you had these elections won. Uh, just about the time that people think that they don't like the way Trump's acts sometime and, hey, he gets on Twitter and all this kind of stuff. Just about the time they're thinking about, hey, you know, maybe maybe we don't need to vote for him again or let's see if we can make a turn. Maybe we need to run back to the Democrats. They're like, they're like a guy thinking he needs to go back to an old girlfriend and he thinks maybe she's not as crazy as she used to be. And then the girl does something even crazier. And he's like, no, I better go back to where I was. Mm-hmm. So you're, you're running these people back to Trump because you're so crazy. Yeah. If, if you would just not be crazy, okay, and act like a bunch of idiots, you probably would have people kind of cool on Trump and, and the negative things that he does that they, you know, people, eh. But but you you're you're they're looking over there they're going ah Trump you know he's a little baddie and then they look over at you and go but not as baddie as that yeah and and you know I certainly don't want to become a socialist country these people are crazy yeah and then you know what that does now the now the Trump supporters that were kind of he was just a better choice now they're galvanizing to Trump because of the way you're acting which keep on doing it because I don't want any of y'all to win but I'm I'm you're your own problem yep. You know, you know what somebody says. Hey, you know, you know what y'all need to say to yourself. Everywhere y'all go, there you are. You're the problem. We'll be back. More Rick and Bubba next. Rick and Bubba. Rick and Bubba. Rick and Bubba's in Ohio. Rick and Bubba. Rick and Bubba. Pass the gravy, please. Rick and Bubba. Rick and Bubba. Ooh, it brings me to Eight my minutes knees. now to the top of the hour. The Rick and Bubba show. We're back. Eight six six. Thanks for being with us. Well, uh, we got a couple of updates. That seems like as long as this person is still serving our country, there's a few of those that if they're out there, you're going to have updates. And one of them, of course, is Alexandria Ocasio Kid Cortez, Democrat, New York. The world is going to end in 12 years if we don't address climate change. She got them realtor eyes. I can always tell by realtor eyes. She got them. They're coming to take me away, haha. They're coming to take me away. Speedy, speaking of realtor eyes, how's your, how's your house thinking? It's, uh, it's doing well, Rick. Uh, you know, not going to mojo anything, but things are headed towards the finish line. Right? Coming soon. Right, coming soon. Uh, all right, so. When is Domino Day? Hmm? When's Domino Day? End, end of the month. Okay. End of the month. We call that Domino Day because three houses are in play. Three closing. Uh, hey, Rick. Three. <laughs> three. Um, all right, so Cassio Kid Cortez, a couple of updates. Bubba, yours first. Well, Rick, uh, she said that she woke up uh, in the morning, early in the morning, like at 3 o'clock, uh, just having nightmares and, and struggling with uh, heavy depression about global warming. Yeah. yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. Mm-hmm. She, she just woke up. Yeah, couldn't sleep. She woke up in the middle of the night completely distraught over global warming. 
that that that's what woke her up. Well, yeah. I got, you know what? We're even because the, the the fact that she has got enough voters to be a a representative from New York that woke me up in the middle of the night last night. Yeah, uh, terrified that she's actually serving. You know, even if you're uh, you're from a different district, you you obviously have you know issues right. in that district that are important to you, and you may look at things a little different than some of us. I got that, mm-hmm. but don't they see she's crazy too? <laughs> uh, you know, I it, it I I don't I don't know I don't know that they know what to do. It's <laughs> it's like one of those things where they're like. I wish she wouldn't talk so much, but she is a Democrat. She's going to vote the way we, we want her to vote. But Is she? Well, you you know, you She right. cost him some jobs there. Boy, she did. I mean, a bunch. A lot of yeah, money. Yeah, I'm, I'm, strict, I'm strictly talking about the Democratic Party. Surely the people of this district are saying, oh, my gosh, what have we done? And we, we have video, too, Rick. She's uh, been out talking about student debt. Oh, yes. And student loans. And oh, yeah. she, uh, in the... Uh, in one of the hearings, actually in Congress, you can go see this. She said, "I just made a payment that took me down to nineteen thousand dollars." As she pays part of her twenty thousand dollars student loan balance during a congressional hearing, to show that even members of Congress are still in debt from their college days. <laughs> right, and now, and it just feels odd for just, me to just think if they meet and she does that twenty more times, she's done. That's, yeah, I mean, maybe at least twenty more meetings. Yeah, I, I got to go back to this. Did, did I just hear a Democrat say they're concerned about people being in debt? Mm-hmm. Uh, the the um, what yeah. about the country being in debt? That won't we? Can we do something about that? Now, that's going to take a little trimming. So she she said that she said she I hear people on this committee saying it's not the government's job to take care of student loans that individual people took out on their own. Yeah. Now, now, what what gang tackled her and right. made her sign the paper and right. then crammed a check in her pocket? Yeah. Yeah. To I, do I, this. Yeah. And you must a, go to school. Yeah. yeah and uh, you you have to. You probably want to learn that if you if you say I'm I can't I, I can't find another way to pay for college other than a loan, then you know when you decide that's the route you're going to go, part of knowing you're going to go that way is I thought the understanding that you would owe it back. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's that's why yeah, they it give is. it to you, Rick. Actually, to begin that's with. what a loan is, actually. Yeah. Isn't that what that is? I think. I'm yeah. not very smart. But but even with that said, there there are a lot of other programs and scholarships oh, and, yeah. and grants mm-hmm. that you don't have to pay back. But I thought she was pretty smart. Didn't didn't she have some title in her class? Yeah, some remember Seemed a caller like, got onto us yeah, about that one. Wouldn't day. wouldn't she have got scholarship you money for that? Mm-hmm. Well, undoubtedly she she had twenty grand that she put in a loan, and as you said, she said at, trying to be dramatic. Uh, that she was paying a, a a payment on it as she sat in Congress, right? Yeah, it's not yeah. wise to do that out in public like that. No, sadly, somebody stole her identity. <laughs> but anyway, the uh, <laughs> want to steal that? Yeah, out. I started to say you got a big debt there. You're right, uh, can't even get a loan. So, and you got realtor. I mean, how, yeah, I know. I mean, how you can't even pay a student loan. Mm-hmm. But I don't think in our stat, and I, I know it's hard to tell the modern day Democrat this. Really, the government uh, doesn't have a, a responsibility to people's personal lives. Matter of fact, our, our, the goal when the country was founded is that Stay we out of that. that we don't want to do that. We want to have a tiny little government, and it's not the government's job to take care of you from the womb to the tomb. It, ju- it just isn't. And now, that's exactly what they're they're promoting. Never, they so, want womb to the tomb coverage. So coverage. now, so now the thing is, I'm going to take out a student loan, and then I'm going to mm-hmm. petition the government to pay it back for me. Mm-hmm. Somebody help me. I mean, I, I, that's the role. Look, of the I, I wish I wish schooling was free for everybody, mm-hmm. but to do that, 
the teachers are going to have to work for free. Mm-hmm. The people put the building up, they're going to have to do that for free. They're going to donate the land for free. You know, there's a lot of free Utilities there. Utilities free. You know? Yeah, we got. I mean, if you're going to have lots and stuff. Yeah. You know, let, me you who, let me tell you. Let me tell you. Let me tell you. They're going to get zero support on this. Is uh, is from the universities because they make out like a bandit on student loans because no, they get paid. Yeah, yeah. oh yeah. And it's it, somebody else's problem to collect. And then they tell yeah. the government or whoever it's their job to go try to yeah. get it. <laughs> the schools they love student loans. Yes. It works out tremendous for them. Mm-hmm. They get that money right now, and then they're done with it. So you think they're going to come in here and start wanting these loans to be less available to people? They couldn't care less. They get their money. Well, no, they probably want them to stay. That's what I mean. They're yeah. going to come in there. And you're not going to hear them sing on this one. We got to do something about all these government loans to students. No, no, they don't keep a mouth shut on that. Because you know how most human beings are. Man, we need to cut some of these government programs out, but not mine. <laughs> hey, that's all right. <laughs> we we got to shrink the size of government, but not not don't affect me. Cut there, not yeah. mine. Over there. So uh, there she is, Cassio Kid Cortez. She wakes up in the middle of the night, afraid of climate change. Right? Can't sleep, and then made a loan payment on her student loan. And says that the government needs to do something to take care of these student the student loan debt for people as well. Top of the hour, more Rick and Bubba next. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Two conservative, heterosexual, gun-toting, football-loving, evangelical Christian white men. In other words, the two most dangerous men in America. Rick. Six minutes past the hour from the broadcast plaza and teleport. It is a brand new hour, and we thank you for being with us today on the program. Speedy, the real Greg Burgess, and Helmsy all in the mix today. Eddie Van Adler's got YouTube for you. Uh, Wednesday Bible study back today on the YouTube channel, live at noon. Archive to the YouTube channel and the podcast channel soon after. A welcome back for a brand new hour. Put your hands together. For the pride of Cedar Springs, Alabama, ladies and gentlemen, Mr. Bill Bubba Busty. There he is. Glad to be here, Rick. Thank you very much, and thank all of you for being part of the Rick and Bubba family. Bubba, will you be going out today with the sheeple uh, or paying attention to Apple's most powerful and advanced uh, handsets yet? Uh, Rick, I actually have a dentist appointment today, so oh, I'll, no. be, I'll be Ooh, laid teeth. back in the chair on the gas. Uh, oh, yeah. gas me. Oh, gas. We got, a, we got, got my teeth. We got an Apple live stream today, uh, Bubba, from the Steve Jobs Theater. Are we talking Is about it all? today? I thought it was yesterday. That's today, right? buddy. Uh, that's today. Saddle up, pal. I, and Saddle up, my maybe friend. Maybe somebody will bring Speedy a new one. Saddle up. Pre-or- pre-orders for iPhone 11, <laughs> Pro and Pro Max be Friday. Ooh. 13th. Oh, hey, the 13th. That's, hey, I hope I don't bring us bad luck. <laughs> Friday 13th. <laughs> be careful of that. Hey, um, we're going to do them Friday 13th. That'll be, now, that'll, that'll be some good luck to count as bad luck. Helms, you might be following this. <laughs> I'm going to order uh, one under a ladder. Apple, <laughs> Apple Arcade, is that going to be their gaming thing? Are they going to get into that? No idea. And, and, then, and TV Plus, aren't they going to beef up the Apple TV and have online. their own channel or something? Yeah, they're going to have their own now. original programming. And, oh, yeah. $4.99 a month, I think. you got to have that now. 
I'm out of the loop of it. I I didn't. I thought they had it yesterday. I was going to try to to look at it today. So if it's today, I guess I'll look at it today. No, I, I heard Hams talking about the kickoff hour. I mean, so some of the some of the geeks out there will like they'll they'll tailgate, won't they? Oh yeah, all oh, these That's morons big... will go camp out. Well, like... I understand the intrigue of that, but I you know when I when I open a drawer at home and I see the ones that I wanted to camp out for before, and I got a stack of them, and yeah. I, I really don't even know what to do with them now. You know, I'm just like well, these these people don't even they don't even listen to what it is. It doesn't matter. All my past show iPhone, up. All my past iPhones worked out when Frenchie was with us. <laughs> His phone went bad, and he needed one. I went to a drawer and said, "We'll pick one of these." Yeah, here yeah. you go. Activated okay. it, and he's back in business. You know, I think the I camera's think supposed to be a lot better on this. I don't know what mm. other big changes are coming, but uh, I saw it had three lens on it. Maybe that same guy will bring Speedy one like he did that oh, time. Oh, here we go. <laughs> that was awful what y'all did to me. <laughs> I'm not bringing it up. I tried to. I wasn't here either. Yeah. Yeah. Where yeah. Are you at? I wasn't here. I don't know. Uh, some reason. I wasn't. If, some reason. If Hams and I aren't here, y'all act up. Yeah. Well, you know, it was it was a bad situation, and I got me all excited, and and I was mm-hmm. like, you know, I thought I, I thought, thought you were playing on. Well, because you couldn't find them, we, and and I thought, <laughs> oh my gosh, this is unbelievable. Speedy's, Speedy's over. I still think I still was what, loving on the guy. Well, when you, you don't, hugged you don't, him. I felt bad. you don't understand the what made it so real is I knew uh, the guy, uh, and that was he my, was the brother of a friend of mine. And I thought, uh, wow, this we is just awesome. we just call that dumb luck. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Sad, yeah. sad. And Sometimes the, the, I didn't have to go to court or anything for that. Nah, well, y'all just got away with it. Are you Hinkley? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Say that's funny. Huh? Who were you? I honestly thought you were playing along. Uh, people say the event yeah. was yesterday. Keynote yeah. is online. Right so, up to you, yeah. hugged him. Well, what yeah, what is this thing that says it begins at one p.m. Eastern time today? Um, oh my gosh. let's see. That's uh, the stream, I think, of uh, the, uh, the Apple's let's be live sure stream. And watch that. But yesterday it was at the Steve Jobs Theater in. Um, well, it says right the live here. streams. What I'm talking about, where everybody is going to shut down what what the I'm, office and they're going to fire up the the big TV. Is this it, Adler? Yes, Potted up, Rick. Let's hear. What so this story's from yesterday, then. Yes. Let's okay. hear what they're saying. Okay. The story. I is think you just knocked James Spann's head. My off. gosh, you just knocked James' head. I off. mean, clean well, I was off. trying to sling it around. Sorry, James. What are you saying? What are you doing to Rick, me? Rick, it up. Let's what are you saying? Why are you doing that? So you can hear the speaker. Oh no, I can hear speaker fine. No, I know you can, but yeah. the audience yeah. could. Yeah. Well, he just told the audience anything. He's trying to let me know something. The James Spann. Wow, an awful price. James Spann paid price for that. But Hurricane Dorian. Bottom line is this story is from yesterday, even though it says Wednesday, September 11th. Might help me with that. I don't. Why? Why does the story? I think they're talking about two different things. I think they had the announcement where they get on stage and show all that yesterday, and something is going to be streaming today. I don't know if that's when the TV Plus is going to start or whatever. I think the TV Plus is starting in November. Right, golly! I got. I, I can. I can. Help I'm y'all frustrated a bit here. that I probably could just pull up the story and give you every bit of wait, this. No, but yeah, it says it won't. right here. It says that well, it was we got on the story Tuesday. That's confusing. It but, says it was but, on Tuesday. But here's the thing. This is the reason why I think it's two different things. Well, we're only one you, day off. That's not bad for us. <laughs> it's really not. We're usually at least a year. Yeah. And said that the audience was disappointed because there was supposed to be an appearance by Bob Denver. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, but now, what what I'm saying, and the on voice this, of the Braves. And if 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 ever we'll just, there's no doubt. That there was something yesterday <laughs> from the Steve Jobs Theater because it's in the same story that claims something's happening today. Oh, right. So I'm wondering, is there something that happened yesterday and there's going to be something that happened today? Because if, if you it. read this story from well, DailyMail.com so. as it is in, as it is read, you see at the top, Wednesday, September the 11th, 2019. If you're listening live, is that what today is? Yes. Mm-hmm. All right. And, and the big bold print of the highlights of the story says Apple's live stream begins at 1 p.m. Eastern time today.
from the Steve Jobs Theater. You roll over to page two, and it says the firm unveiled the iPhone 11 at the Steve Jobs Theater uh, on Tuesday, showing off the 699 mid-range. So something did happen yesterday, but the story's telling you yesterday and today at the same time. Yeah, yeah it's so, a little confusing. So I don't know if that means there's two different things or it was all yesterday. Whatever. It's a typo. It's a, you think it's a typo? I do know that, yes. Greg, the pre-order order of so the So journalism 11. is dead. Yeah. How long has it been dead? The pre-order of the eleven is Friday the thirteenth. Well, so you let's in? Jump all over that. You in, buddy? Mm-hmm. Uh, let me. No, I'm hanging in. Seven a.m. Central. So I always watch Bubba on this kind of stuff. I get and, the MV two back. Out when, and when I when, when I see that Bubba, <laughs> you has, beat me on the last upgrade, Rick. When I see that Bubba's lost interest, <laughs> I <laughs> used to make me to interest. Yeah, Bubba yes. used to be the cutting edge. He I mean, he'd line well, out. Like and I'll tell you why. We now I'm update not, him. I'm not saying that it's not an upgrade. No, and and obviously the camera is going to be a lot better. And that's anytime they upgrade the camera is good. But I don't. It's not life changing to what I have right now. That's, now there was a couple of them were totally life changing. Yes, totally that's why. That's why I've been watching Bubba because he just hit on it. I don't mind making a move if, some, if something's life changing. And in the early days, when a new one would come out, it would be life changing. Right. Lately, the the upgrades are so minor. When you and, went and, from and, a and phone, they have so little impact on your life, I just don't even care about. When that. you went from a phone to one that had a camera in it, that was a big deal. Right. When you went. To, to one that had a one megapixel yeah, picture to yeah, 10, that yeah. was a big deal. Now yeah. it's like the little bitty changes that aren't life-changing enough to go get one. And so what I do, I wait for the one I have, which always happens because I'm rough on them, to yeah, be broken. Yeah, and I'm then, kill it and, anyway. and then when it's broken, then I'll go get I'll upgrade. But yeah. I won't go upgrade just I'd to upgrade. i go pre-order and stand in line. Not not for this because it's not <laughs> – like Bubba said, there's not enough in it that well, you well, go – Them idiots don't – they don't care. They'll well, I know. out there tomorrow – like I stood in line one time, and that was for the opening of our local Apple store, and it was just more of a, hey, you wanted to it. be there because it was a party, you know? You wanted, you had to be there. Mm-hmm. I did. Mm-hmm. I did. I, did. I couldn't. I, was, I wasn't I was even going to get in the line. I was just going to drive by and look at it, and I got caught up. Got in. I, I, couldn't, I couldn't help myself. Greg, I had to get out. You can't get me to upgrade my phone by saying you'll be able to draw on it better. You know, stuff like <laughs> that. Exactly. I ain't that worried about how good the pictures are either. Now They're you, good enough. I'll tell you what I'd like. Here's one that when you're talking to it, people can understand you. Yeah, no, I'd like yeah. that one. No, <laughs> no matter where your mouse located. You know, I, I heard that. somebody yesterday could use one of those. Oh, but that's just to the – Those are the worst ones. But Sherry, I'll be talking to Sherry. She goes, where, where, where's the phone right now? I'm like, it's it's close to my mouth. I move it around. I can't even understand you. And then yeah. I'll move it. She goes, leave it right there. And I'm like, well, that's a real big upgrade. Oh, Unless know. I have it right here, you can't understand me. They don't worry about that part. But the good news is, look at all those stuff I can do. With. You can draw good you, on you, hey, you know what hey, is, Don't worry. It's got a flashlight. You know what is funny, though, Rick? <laughs> we, we were, we've been watching reruns of Seinfeld at night, Betty and I have, and – the fact that how many times they have to stop and find a payphone for something. It's funny. And they answer that big old phone at home. Yes. And you go, wow, our world's totally different. Boy, right? I mean, totally, totally different. 15 minutes past. More Rick and Bubba coming up right after this. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. <laughs> 20 minutes now past the hour week. Um, matter of fact, about six days ago. And I, I got emails on it, but now it's kind of made its way to some of the stories today because of, I mean, obviously, I, I know people have different views on things, but you wonder sometimes, do any of these politicians, any of them, have any handlers? And some people say, well, you have to understand, Rick, a lot. anytime somebody starts being so important, a handler sometimes has no power because the person won't listen to handlers. You know, when they, they become impossible to handle. So, but this kind of, this, to me, this speaks a lot to um, 
our current state of how things have, have, have changed. And, um, so, uh, and I never know how to pronounce this guy's last name, this running for the Democratic nomination. You talking about Pete? Pete. Buttigieg. Edge. Boot Edge Edge. Isn't that right? Buttigieg. Edge. Boot Edge Edge. Got to say it twice. Buttigieg. Edge. You don't say Buddha twice. Boot. You don't say booty. Boot Edge Edge. <laughs> it's spelled. Boot Edge Edge. It's spelled Buttigieg. Boot Edge Edge. Boot Edge Edge. I will tell you this. If I was him, I would make everybody pronounce it. A different way as well, since yeah, it, since it. the first four letters of his last name are B U T T. But anyway, this is, this is the um, the the he is he is running <laughs> to try to be the Democratic nominee, and of course he is uh, he if if he were to win, he's the mayor of South Bend, Indiana. If he were to win and then win the presidency, it would be the first time that we would have a president and first man. American Laker because he's married to a, wow. a, a man. That's kind of weird. Can you imagine? Would, would that mean that like his husband would have to have some kind of thing that he cared about, like first ladies do? Uh, yeah, but, yeah. The, um, the first man's charity, like bullying, right? Yeah, like that. I'm, I'm standing school up. lunches. I got I got a strong feeling which way he'll go with it. But anyway, so <laughs> yeah. um, so here's where we get into the. Um, you know, they're all trying to convince us that anybody who's a climate change denier. And no one's denying that climate changes. Of course, you know, I'm quoting James Spann here, but we do need to be sure that we first of all stay in the correct genre and not talk about weather. We need to talk about climate because climate and weather are not the same thing. And we certainly weather causes climate over a long period of time. But if we want to talk climate, then sure there's been changes in climate. The discussion is what 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 causes it. So when you hear this this especially if you're someone who has a biblical Mm -hmm. worldview when you hear this comment, it, you're just going to kind of tilt your head. I call it the golden retriever, where you just kind of drop your head over to the side. You ever talk to a golden retriever and he'll just kind of yeah, do his like head over there like, oh, I wonder what you're talking about. So uh, do we have it? Yeah, yeah, okay. and, and I've queued it up. Uh, it's about two and a half minutes long, but mm-hmm. I queued it up to the part that you well, want to hear. Sure. Yeah, Spare us <clears throat> from all that. Uh, he, he goes into uh, really breaking it down for you on climate change. Talking language that is understood across the heartland about faith. You know, if, if you believe that God is watching as poison is being belched into the air of creation and people are being harmed by it, countries are at risk of vanishing in low-lying areas. What do you suppose God thinks of that? I bet he thinks it's messed up. And you don't have to be religious to see the moral dimensions of this because, frankly, every religious and non-religious moral tradition tells us that we have some responsibility of stewardship, some responsibility for taking care of what's around us, not to mention taking care of our neighbor. And eventually it gets to the point where this is less and less about the planet as an abstract thing and more and more about specific people suffering specific harm because of what we're doing right now. At least one way of talking about this is that it's a kind of sin. This guy makes me sick of my stomach. Good night. I'm, I'm golden, golden retrievering right now. Yeah, I was going to let that. I'm really sick. I mean, that's is, is the guy who's I'm married to a man evil. want to talk to me about what's what what talk, God thinks about, about God things and what, what is sin? Mm. All right, let, let me just go through a few no. things here. Okay, first of all, none of it makes sense. I'm going to try to give him the benefit of the doubt, and that is, I'm trying to make a political strategic point. Mm-hmm. But it, but but that I would have advised against as his campaign manager. Because I would say, hey, hey, Buttigieg, 
when you start talking, when you you're going to try to go to the heartland, and I understand what you're trying to do. You're trying to say they claim to be people of faith, but they're not looking at climate climate change from the eyes of God. But the minute you do that, they're going to start looking at you and your husband through the eyes of God. Let me advise you against that. Right? Would that would that have been your political? Rick, if I was his campaign, world, if I was why, his campaign manager, why in the world do you wade into this pond? Yeah. To to present your argument in that way, that that shows total. Well, and then I would say to to Booty, I think it's already then I would say cross, to Jag, and I would say <clears throat> I would say now tell me how you're going to present it because I tell you what my big closing line is going to be. I'm going to say we got to quit looking at it from certain ways, and I tell you how we need to look at it. We need to look at it as a kind of sin. And I would have I would have said, please don't ever what don't say that, please don't say that. You, you don't. Well, need- at least he understands the concept, <laughs> right? Um, because if he's trying to go and they, look, we all let me let me get my hands up in there. We all got to. Everybody needs to just take this and apply it to yourself. Rick Burgess as the lead person. When we decide to go to Scripture and say, I'm now going to try to point you to Scripture, in this case, I want to take on what biblical worldview people believe is that God said that we are stewards of creation. Okay? But the only problem with that, and that would apply to any topic that Rick would bring up and some of these things I've had to address in my own life because I was pointing to things in Scripture and ignoring things in Scripture and areas in my life. If we're going to look at Scripture, we've got to look at all of it. So if you're going to wade in here and say, well, God says this about this, well, then now we're all going to have to say, well, well, let's talk about what God says about this over here, which is why when we start talking about one of the most mis- most, most abused parts of the Bible in, in, uh, in Matthew 7, 1, when everybody loves it, you know, hey, you, hey, we're not supposed to judge. <laughs> and, and, and it doesn't say that. It says don't judge incorrectly. What it says is don't be a hypocrite. You know, take the log out of your own eyes so then you can see clearly to remove the speck from your brother or your sister's eye, meaning you are to hold each other accountable, but you need to live a life that has some credibility, have some integrity. So if he wants us to look at God's view on stewarding the earth, guess what else we're going to see? We're going to see God's standard on marriage that hasn't changed since Genesis 2. Uh, and, and goes all the way to the end, and then we're going to get an analogy of our Lord and Savior and the church that he redeemed, and that analogy will be bridegroom and bride. I mean, God, the writer of Hebrews, let marriage be held in a place of honor by all, and may the marriage bed never be defiled. Uh, and it goes, there's, there's never, as my Father made them male and female, for those of you who think Jesus didn't talk about it. I mean, it's throughout, every, it, it, it dominates Scripture. So I don't think that's the best play for him. You know, if you know, if this is supposed to be your way to win the Heartland over, I, it just ain't the yeah. way to do it. I mean, mm-hmm. yeah, they're they're gonna nice they're, try, Pete. They're but, gonna uh, look they're gonna look at you and your husband and say that's really clear for me. I'm gonna take my chances on how I see climate change. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Pete better wander back to City Hall. There. What a terrible strategy for Pete. I mean, that's just I'm mean, look. Just take all the different beliefs out there who may be watching, listening. It's just, just not. It's just not smart. Just politically, smart. I, where's his campaign manager? Yeah, because the audience, like I say, that he's trying to capture. Oh yeah, you're just you remind- may not believe what they do, but they do, right? They and, you, and you're reminding them. Yeah. You're almost telling them, "Don't forget what you believe." Oh yeah. gosh, yeah. thanks for reminding me of that. <laughs> mm. Who's this guy standing next to you? That's my husband. Oh wow, mm-hmm. and suddenly I can't hear you on climate change. It, it yeah. you know you just you waded into a bad. But that ain't the pond for you to be in. 
Uh, we'll uh, we'll be back. Eight six six. We be big is our number. We'll come back. We'll take some of your phone calls. We'll look at any story that we might have missed. Uh, we'll go phone trolling. Lines are available. 866-WE-BE-BIG. So, I'm going to ask you, this story is napping good for you or bad for you? <laughs> well, that, well, good luck figuring out that story. Uh, we'll come back. We'll take more of your phone calls and talk about napping before the hour is over. We'll be right back. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. that sound you know what that means phone troll time uh, 866 we be big largest number of people shortest amount of time on the phone troll and there are lines available hash brown hero is ready while you're dialing your way to the program at the number that i just gave you uh, i want you to also keep in mind cook's pest control uh, that is the pest control company that we use uh, at our homes uh, at, our, at any property that we uh, that we have access to that uh, belongs to us or the show, we have Cook's Pest Control handle everything. Cook'sPest.com, for you to find out, get a free evaluation of your property. Uh, contractors, they'll even do this on new home construction. Uh, that way you can take uh, have them come out, assess the property, say here's what we need to do, uh, with no obligation for you to use them, but we would highly suggest that you do because we love them. Uh, if you need termite protection, uh, Cook's Pest Control and Centricon, the unbeatable combination to build that fortress around your property. So you can say like us, looky, 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 here comes Cookie, Cook's Pest Control. Daryl out of Columbia, South Carolina. Daryl, welcome to the Rick and Bubba Show, 30 seconds. Go ahead. Thank you, fellas. Enjoy y'all a whole bunch. Listen, I hear this stuff a lot about climate change, and if you'll notice, it's always the same crowd that believes we're in a, you know, six million year old Earth. And how do you how do you take their hundred plus, maybe two hundred years of records and make that statement? Yeah. I mean, where do you yeah where we, do you go with that? We we've, we've said that before on the program. This would be a time for them con- to conveniently switch to a young Earth because they would <laughs> at least they would have a better sample. Uh, yeah, I mean they're 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 talking about an Earth that's been around for sometimes they go well beyond six. They'll go sixty five million. Yeah. They'll go they'll go to million. they'll go to billion. <laughs> I mean all kinds of numbers, and then claim that a sample of really poor, shoddy record keeping of weather mm-hmm. uh, over a hundred <laughs> years is is going is going to indicate to us what this Earth has been doing for millions and millions of years. Do you, do including you, an ice age? Did you like the picture I showed you yesterday from deep space I loved of it. the of the sun I and you see it. how tiny the Earth is? Anytime you want to show me anything, and you've done this often over the years, that <laughs> reminds me how big the sun is compared to the Earth. I'm all in. <laughs> and your latest one was fantastic. I mean, it's just. I mean, we you, are. You just see how are, much effect that would have on. Hey, Pebble is almost saying too big. Yeah, it is. I mean, we are so <laughs> tiny compared to the sun in any variation in that at all. Probably has more to do with it than your SUV. I'm just going to go ahead and I just I, and, and cow farts. I just think it is. I don't know, Rick. Um, cow farts. Are if rough. you see that picture and you think cow farts are changing the environment, you just look me and that. you. We don't work the same. Look at our we tiny little cell. Same. Look at our tiny little cell. Just a tiny little. The picture I, sh- I showed yesterday, I don't know if you can find it, it's from the Cassini Space Probe. When it Watch was, it. Well, you showed me it moving. It was a picture from Saturn looking back. Yeah. And but, you know what? I hate to say it. Even that little round thing, it looks round. It is round. It's, right. a, it's a little tiny marble. <laughs> Everything in those pictures are round. Yeah. You've noticed I hate and to it tell is you. a globe. All of them are balls. Flat, earth, one flat, them. Earth, <laughs> flat earthers. I've looked at this. We're not a dime. <laughs> no. we're, we're a marble. Okay. <laughs> Uh, we continue. Stir them up. 
Well, did I tell you this? I mean, you're, I'm just telling you, you're going to be surprised more people on that wagon than you would ever imagine. It's making a comeback. It, it's just – and I, you know what gets me on this one? I understand why it bothers Bubba, for, but for some <clears> reason it flies all over Adler. He he really he really he has no patience for the flat yeah. earthers. I mean, there's some things that I think are kind of subtle. We need to move. That's on. why Adler yeah. did like he thought that he said like this water is runs downhill most yeah. of the time. Adler is in yeah. he, Adler's in the camp of it's settled, and he doesn't want to spend time on it. Yeah, there's other things we need to be working on. We I, could, I just hate to see people wasting their lives. <laughs> yeah, I agree. Yeah. I agree. <laughs> I agree. <laughs> With you to Mac in Athens. Mac, welcome to the Rick and Bubba Show. Thirty seconds. Go ahead. Hey guys. Uh, I just want to tell Bubba, don't get too down on Hinkley until he downloads that killer album, because the remake, Mama Tried, and I Shot the Sheriff are awesome. Oh, that's mm-hmm. terrible. That is terrible. <laughs> Golly. You're so bad. That's let's, bad. To Illinois, let's go to Mark standing by. Mark, how are you, buddy? Hey, good morning, fellas. Hey, buddy. Hey, uh, I was listening to a parachurch ministry recently that's out of Atlanta. And they mentioned something about the Pete Buttigieg situation there, this latest uh, comments, is a bit pharisaical um, in, in terms of his position. Because basically he's already thinking he's got, he's got the upper, he can kind of look down on everybody else because he's gay. Mm-hmm. He's, um, well, I think that kind of ends it right there. And <laughs> yeah, it, it's, he thinks it, that's settled science. Yeah, he, he has, a, he has Wait a kind minute. of a... He gay? <laughs> he has uh, I guess what you're saying there's a certain arrogance that comes with him that that no one how dare anyone question this this is this has been settled and I'm the one that's evolved and I'm the one that's you know and 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 now I'm, I I know more about the things God cares about than you do I guess or, or the great Jesus The way I take it is you're confused on more than one topic Right well, you're even you're you're even in a you don't you can't make a case if you wanted to kick God out of it and think that science, even though we think science just reveals God, but if you think science is king and and science has successfully buried God, science doesn't even go with you. No, you can't you can't even get you your biology can't even work. No, uh, the whole universe <laughs> is screaming that we don't understand it all. Try dark energy on. Can I tell you what? The, can I tell you what the universe is saying pretty clearly too? Got a plan. If you look, yep. no, no matter where you think it all came from, the male and female setup is pretty clear. I mean, it is just it's just so crystal clear. And I'll just leave it at that. We continue. Eight six six. We be big. Uh, let's go to uh, uh, Jacob. Jacob, welcome to Rick and Bubba. Thirty seconds. Go ahead. Hey, monkey grass and green acres. I appreciate you calling, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> I just on that guy that was running for president. Buddha Jay or Buddha Jock or the dude from Indiana. Yeah, I, I got it. Yep. Yep. Uh, but as bad as like these third world countries already hate. Oh boy, that, that yeah, one, I just, I just on edge there, <laughs> playing with danger. Yes, yeah. exactly where he was going too. Anonymous out of Birmingham. Anonymous, go ahead. Morning, guys. Uh, just was uh, noticing uh, bubble, uh, bubble, bubble, uh, bubble, bubble, uh, bubble. I got just like I did, just like uh, you did, yes. Yeah, just like I did uh, with the Double Oak Mountain Pharmacy. If you guys listen to it, uh, Bubba, you say fulfilled. 
instead of Fuffield. Yeah, well, we left doggone it. We called it. Yeah, well, we 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 fought know. that. Believe it or not, <laughs> we tried. We eventually just had to give up. Can I tell you that was Did about? You know the word we didn't mess up was Bubba. <laughs> Uh, that's good. <laughs> that's so good. Boom! We actually tried. Out. We, we tried it. How many times? <laughs> and finally, we said, "Just forget it." Just I leave. think we worked on it thirty minutes, <laughs> I think so. and we just went with, "Hey, it's gonna have to be that." That's we, just what it is. We tried to get Bubba to do full field. I think eight times. I think eight times. And he would full do field. it until it was time. Until it was time to read it. Yeah, it's <laughs> normal. Now, this is Tom Landry. Uh, but you're listening to the Rick Rick and Buggy Show. <laughs> <laughs> Sir, see what you sounded like. Buggy Furfield. I don't know what it is, and it, and it happens with 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 both of us. Uh, we're if, if there's a That's word good. that we can't say well and it's in a commercial, boy, we can say it for you outside outside oh. of the commercial. Yeah. Practice. Mm-hmm. But there's something about that rhythm when we go to read it in the yeah. commercial and talk about it. Something about that rhythm, we revert back to our natural state. Everything. But I think that's really what they want in an endorsement. Do you? They just want us to be well, us. You know? You know this guy don't call about We mispronounce things. You know? It's just what we If, if you we wanted are. a professional announcer, you should just ask for one. We yeah. got you one. Yeah. Yeah. You, yeah. Said, you said you, you wanted, have access to them. You said you wanted to They rip. actually pay extra for that, sir. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You have stroked a check to have Rick and Bubba say it, and by God, that's how they say it. Yeah. I mean, how about this? Do you know what he means? Yeah. Do you know what he means? As long as he's not using a word that doesn't have the right meaning, yeah. a mispronunciation well, doesn't matter. Look, no. We've done that too. Look, I hope fulfill, to fulfill, but, but, but I hope to fulfill God's will in my that, life. That's right. He's <laughs> 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 hearing it sound. Yeah. Where did that R come from? <clears throat> that's what you do to a new code. <laughs> Let me fur feel. You fur feel. Acres and acres. Let's go to. Uh, yeah, we register around here too. Yeah, we do. Yes, we do. Register. Yes, that's right. Look, I can't say that word. Now, which one is? How do we register? Say? You say register. Register. You got a D in there. You throw a register. D in there. Just drop a D in there. Register. Right. Red- so you can register. say it now, but in copy, you can't. All right. Let me ask you this: On our show, do we have anybody that can say? Because this might be one that nobody can say. Is there? Is there a member of the show <clears throat> that can say? I can't even say it. V- vulnerable. vulnerable, vulnerable. Anybody say it? Vulnerable, vulnerable, vulnerable. Vol, vol. You have to say vol like vulture. Vol, vulture. Vulnerable, 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 vulnerable. That's a hard one. I get hung up. Say, everybody, be quiet. Adler again. It's vol like vulture. Think vulture when Got you it. say it. Vulnerable. Vul- vulnerable. 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 Vulture, that makes it worse. I Can like I the way I was trying. Your it curriculum is vulnerable. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Can anybody say vulnerability? Vulnerability. 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 Yeah, I don't. I can't. Whatever. I can Architectural just, review. Can uh, anybody say the, the name of the book of the Bible starts D E T? Deuteronomy. Deuteronomy. <laughs> <laughs> Now try Deuteronomy. <laughs> yeah, That's Deuteronomy. 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 I struggle with Ecclesiastes. That's a tough one. Ecclesiastes. That's a tough one. What about the car that starts with a T, Bubba? Toyota. What is it? Oh, wow. Toyota. That was your best Toyota, Toyota ever. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Rick and Bubba's in Ohio. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Pass the gravy, please. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Ooh. It Nine to minutes to the top of the hour of the Rick and Bubba Show, 866. 
We Be Big is our number. Final phone calls of the hour coming up. Golden ticket seats today. I got a ticket. How about you, Jason and Caleb and Karen Wharton? Where they at? Right there on the old front row. Billy and Savannah Cole are here today. Uh, Daniel Dennis is in the mix. Jeffrey Trapp here today. Ryan Fisher. Uh, Jeremy Quinn. Kenny Duncan. Matt Whitaker. John Medley. Chris Dempsey. All here today in the Golden Ticket Seats and the Take Home of Rick and Bubba Double CD. You should have seen their excitement uh, when I handed those out today. They get a pound of BuzzBox coffee. If you're looking for the coffee of the month, Sumatra Medium Roast. If you've never tried that before, a new flavor we're playing with, add it to your BuzzBox subscription this month. If you are not drinking BuzzBox coffee, it's the best coffee you've ever tasted. Top 1% Arabica grade and 10% of every cup goes to the Bronner Burgess Memorial Fund, impacting lives all over the world. Uh, just as instructed by our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. So you're drinking a cup of coffee right now. If it's not, not BuzzBox, uh, it doesn't really make much of a difference. How would you like to have a cup of coffee that makes a difference and also great coffee at the same time? Uh, all right, so uh, any, do, do, is anything we need to hit? I mean, there's more callers out here. We can certainly wrap up the hour with that. I, I don't see anything really that we need the, to the touch rest on. Of it big, hold. The rest Bubba of and Smokey Williams. Yeah, Greg <laughs> Burgess. <laughs> And just, <laughs> he won't leave it alone with those it. Those kind of stories. you got to say that's the kind of story Greg lives for. <laughs> that's my favorite one. To the, uh, to the oh phones we go. Terry out of Kentucky. Hey, Terry. Welcome to the program. How are you? I'm good. How are you guys? We're getting after it. Well, we love you because no matter how you pronounce your words, okay? Thank you very much. Well, hopefully or it's going to be a very frustrating ride here. All right. Well, I just wanted to update you on the latest in um, – Buttigieg's biblical studies, in case you missed it, it was on abortion. Uh, basically, he was quoting the fact that God breathes life, so therefore, the, um, the birth to conception doesn't begin until the baby breathes. So if you've missed that point that he made, I just want you to, wow. to know you can go check that out on tape, I'm sure. I tell you what, he's just full of all kinds of biblical wisdom. I tell he? you what, it's uh, just a whole new world out there for him. There really is. Uh, yeah. the, the, the Bible according to Buttigieg. Mm. Uh, you know, of course he's wrong. He's but... clearly, clearly wrong. Of course, you know, the baby is breathing, even. I mean, just don't get me started. Just because it's not air. Right, of course. Then they changed their mind on that. Remember, they've got oh, it. Yeah, right. It's hard to find right. it. I mean, it's, it's yeah. all over the place. Right, yeah. Psalms 139, 13 through 16, mm-hmm. Jeremiah 1. Uh, all, all of those are, are great places to look. Uh, and, of course, Buttigieg probably hadn't checked those out because he skipped a lot of stuff. For yeah. He, he just, he's just taking Genesis chapter 2 and just blown through it. So. <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah. But anyway, so uh, we continue. Let's go to the anonymous caller. Anonymous, welcome to Rick and Bubba. Go right ahead. Yeah, y'all got me? Good. Loud and clear. Hey, I was just wondering, do y'all think the terrorists, I mean, do you think they planned for the towers to fall? Did they strategically hit it in the right place, or do you think it was just luck on their part? No, I think they, they knew exactly what they were trying to do, yep. and uh, hindsight being what it is, the weak point in a tower like that is about three-quarters of the way up because you you knock that part out, and then the top part collapses and becomes a wedge to carry it all the way down. As a matter of fact, they when they tried bombing the uh, World Trade Center before with the bomb in the parking lot, remember? Mm-hmm. Yeah, underneath. They they had gathered in New Jersey to watch, hoping it was going to fall. Right. The people who were behind it, and it didn't fall. Right. And they were very disappointed in that. So what they did is go from the top and have a wrecking ball coming down, crashing yeah. through everything. Because remember, Bin Laden had an engineering background. 
Yeah, he he knew that, and and they were informed to try to go three quarters of the way up or thereabouts. Uh, all right, let's uh, let's go to uh, let's go to Wes out of Gunnersville, Alabama. Wes, go ahead. Welcome to the program. Hey, uh, good morning. Hey, hey. Uh, monkey grass. Thanks for the call, first timer. And uh, great green acres working. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. Go ahead. Rick, last time I called was uh, winter of '93. It was a butt naked Friday. Wow, <laughs> that's a long time ago. Yes, it is. All right, but um. Anyway, 7 billion acres are in Australia. There's 7 billion roughly people in them. I mean, that may not seem like a lot of land, but we're talking about this global uh, climate and change and so forth. But, you know, if you had a family of eight or nine people, you could easily harvest and do what you needed to do with 10 acres if you had a family of 10. So, I mean, just going back to that whole ecosystem. Hmm. Anybody? Rick, I think what he's saying is we would be better if we all were farmers. Okay. Do you think in Australia or here? I think he's just saying there's a lot of land out there that we, if we all had a family with about ten acres, we could be self sufficient. So, I think's what he was that's trying good, to say. Bubba. Is he saying take the, take the world and divide it up into ten acres of a piece and everybody be all right? I think he's saying Australia alone has a whole lot. Okay, now some yeah. of it may not be. We may not complain on it, but well, um, and plus you know how people are about you. Squatting on their land, sometimes they don't yeah, like it. Yeah, mm-hmm. I'm big on that. yeah. Uh, we continue. Uh, let's go to uh, let's go to uh, Michael in Montgomery, I-92. Michael, go ahead. Welcome. Hey, how are you, Green Acres? Hey, Green. thanks for the call. Uh, well, well, I just want to let y'all know, man. Y'all make my every day uh, that much better listening to y'all when I hear y'all's outtakes on some of the ridiculous stuff that comes out of the uh, the list <laughs> yeah. and these liberals. And yeah. I was just wondering if y'all had heard about these liberal who had come out and said that uh, taming this, uh, the wildness of children by making them learn to eat with utensils. We're taming the wildness of children. Well, that's the point. By making them eat with utensils? <laughs> yes. Yeah, Correct. It actually yeah. happened, yeah. and I, I heard about it the other day, and I, I almost fell out of my chair. Just when I think liberals could uh, not set the bar lower, they... They dig a big hole and they set it a little bit lower. So I just so, want to get your uh, but, but let me I'll ask you this: who who wants the children to be wilder? I, that, that is a question that uh, I wanted to ask you because I couldn't understand it. Because uh, they, they keep saying the most ridiculous things in the world, and and uh, so I they get a kick out of it. They would prefer that all children would do what Adler did and spend the rest of their life acting like dogs. Yes. Uh, <laughs> we also teach them to use a commode, too, so they won't be like animals. Yeah. Right. Just saying. Pretty good. <laughs> uh, we, uh, let's go to... Um, animals don't use commodes. Just right. Or wear you're... pants. No. Uh, Steve... Uh, they Jer- don't like wearing pants, kids. No, no they don't either. That's my biggest problem. People say, why don't you, what's your problem with animals in the house? I said, they don't have any pants on. Yeah. Would you want anybody to come in your house and lay around your stuff with no pants on? <laughs> uh, Jerry in Piedmont. No. Jerry, go ahead. Good morning, fellas. Hey. Jerry. Rick, I called yesterday and uh, talked about how proud I was of Speedy because he was so straight that he couldn't pronounce the name of Oh, man. Yeah. What was he going to say? He's gonna, yeah, it was, we were superbia. Say, I was saying super bia. Super bia. Because <laughs> <laughs> it's super than B-I. It was that gay You made it two words. Super. I did. You know what? Yeah. I, that is a cooler name, though, to say. Well, you said it, Speed. <laughs> I like it, too. I like it, too. <laughs> Where are you going down, super bia? Yeah. You know, yeah. They, they're serious about it. Right. And I did announce I didn't know what how to pronounce it, if that helped <laughs> I think I was like, I don't know. I didn't get any help from these two yahoos I was about to say, 
you can say to this bunch, there's no statement that's going to say I'm now exempt from ribbing. That's, those statements don't exist here. Hey, thank, Add that to the list. Hey, thanks for being with us. Uh, if you're wrapping up our time together, we hope you have a great day. Uh, if you got more Rick and Bubba, stick around. We'll be right back. Find out how to get all the Rick and Bubba show at rickandbubba.com. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba.